0: Open loops,
1: do, open loops, open loops, open, looops. open, looops. open loops.
0: Open loops.
1: Open Loops You must listen to the Open Loops A theme park for absurd beliefs And systems of integration Between the mind And the creative spirit (tjcie) Open Loops
0: Boris Johnson resigned. What do you do now that you're doing nothing, when you've already spent so much time developing that skill professionally? I'm now speaking to you, Boris. I imagine you're tuned in, and you as well. I'm Speaking to Your Unconscious Mind, is now tuned in to its favorite late-night talk show, For the Shamelessly Fringe, it's Open Loops with Greg Bornstein, Conversations That Bend. Hello, what is going on, loopers? My gosh. You're you're so special to me. You really are. Greg Bornstein here. Consciousness disruptor. Cultural hypnotist. Chief looper. Curator of experience. And, uh... Your favorite all-around sweet, confused guy. Yes. Sticking up for the confused guys out there. Confuse A proactive confusion. I... I am deliberately working to confuse my sense of reality even more, as well as yours, in every episode of this podcast. Yes, because what better way to to throw a wrench into things by discussing the things that you're not supposed to talk about? On a very, you know, semi-regular basis, that is. Hypnosis, magic, the paranormal, the conspiratorial, the supernatural... All things analytical, metaphorical, esoteric, metaphysical. My goal is to challenge your existing belief systems by sharing radically unique ideas designed to stimulate your unconscious mind and allow you to step into the highest version of yourself. Now, we are... Oof. I've 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 had a very interesting, very introspective couple of weeks. The when isn't it? When is it not introspective? The line between being your host and being open and somehow fusing those things together is well, it's a tight rope to walk. Why do I say that? Well, I like circuses, and therefore any metaphors involving the circus is... It's good in my book, Charlie. Yes, at least, uh... Maybe maybe somebody out there will will feel like I spoke directly to them. I should do that every episode, or at least record all the recorded names in, in some baby naming book, and, uh directly address them and that way we can we can well make one off podcast that you can play to your kids at night uh and and also at a very young age have them baby Charlie, do you do you want to learn about the nazis and the moon base do you antarctica 1947 roswell let's get the kids into the fringe early that's what i'm saying uh and Amanda, don't worry. Mama's a lizard. They take care of their young. Anyways, life has been wild. A lot of things going on in the world, right? Okay, not really. I mean, obviously there's the UK. I spent a little time there uh, wow. I was in Edinburgh, Scotland. I uh, I love that, you know, some people pronounce it Edinburgh, but, but our tour guide said In Scotland you gotta say everything fast. Edinburgh's wrong. It's it's Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Still not sure I got it right, but uh Glasgow. Glasgow. August. Uh, I don't know. I apologize for for any accents. Um though <laughs> the, the fun thing I love doing is being like, Hi, I'm an American. Uh, there i i i I really want to develop my impression of people from the u k and all over the world doing an American impression Someone once told me that my voice is kind of similar to that, not sure either way uh wow, spent some time there was at this wedding at a castle for my friend Kirsten. She was on a very early episode the one about uh my high school prom date. Um, yes, don't worry. I, I am not bitter. I promise. I love the guy. Great guy she got married to at the Dundas Castle. I mean, this was an amazing, amazing wedding. And I think the thing that stuck out for me was the people of Scotland. Holy moly. What a friendly group of people. Very different in America. America, it is people are surprised by friendliness in america and imagine that if everybody's surprised by it then how friendly can we be naturally you know it's it's tough i i'm a naturally social person and to be in a country where conversation is just a regular thing and and when you're talking with people it's it's talking about big ideas more often than not it was it was very rewarding it was great uh and i went on a trip with my mom i hadn't done a trip with just her and uh th- that was incredible to spend time with her and and to to see the people of scotland i mean the the fringe festivals there i will have to go back um truly a, a fringy city a lot of uh in in the way we use it on this show there's a lot of a lot of out there uh Comedy acts. There's a lot of grim, bizarre history in Scotland. The macabre, and everybody's so matter of fact in the UK about this stuff. I love it. I, I, I love it. I, I can't say enough about it. I could keep going on. If you haven't been to Scotland, if you haven't been to the UK, you have to do it. If you're in the UK and listening to the show and going, wow an american tourist thank you for appreciating our nation and i'm not ever stepping foot in your nation i get it that's what it's all about yeah there there is a lot to talk about i mean look i i started this by kind of going into am i how much am i hosting how much am i talking about my life I I might start coming on more in between episodes and and just wrestling with ideas, you know, talking about these things out loud. Uh, I I have so many thoughts that are coursing through my head at any moment. Uh, You know, I, I am... I feel like if I'm... If I'm working with a therapist, they have to be like a a speed therapist. They have to be NASCAR level ready to deal with the with the overwhelm of expression and sentences and words and concepts flowing in my brain. It is it is a lot. And part of the reason I started this podcast was to share my learnings, but also to share myself. Are those two things synonymous? Let me put it this way. At this wedding, I was at. Someone asked me, "What do you do for a living?" When when anybody asked me the question, "What do you do, Greg? What do you do?", it sent me down an existential spiral. Of course, it did. Is it? I enjoy having honest conversations, that are playful, and deep. That's my life. But then you know, I I have the, I have the the, the other stuff I do to make money. And then I have this hypnosis thing. Uh, there's so many things. It's it's hard to categorize. I wish I I wish sometimes I wish I could sum it up more easily. Um, but I also don't want to be one of those. You know, I'm an enigma wrapped inside a pyramid. Um, and this is a metaphor for what? Who needs those people? I'm done with those people. I'm done with a lot of people. Um, but also not too. Uh, I, 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 I'm, yeah. It's tough. How do you describe yourself as a walking contradiction when you feel like it's too cliche to describe yourself that way? And then, on top of that, and this narcissism, right? Is it? It is a fascination with self. I haven't even talked about the guests yet, but but I'm talking about my experiences sharing my inner world. Do you want that? I don't even know if you all want that. Eh. Well, if you're still listening at some level, you're you're intrigued to go down the, the spiral with me, spiral staircase into the dark, uh, underground city of Scotland that is my brain and I'm glad you're there thank you for joining me in the recesses of consciousness now we're gonna lighten things up because this episode was a blast you know upon listening back to it I realized I laughed maybe too much uh, I was having too much fun. I think I was just struck by how unbelievable this guest is. Uh I I saw her on there was a clip of her um on I believe it's this morning. It was a UK talk show. And she was talking about dating this alien. She brought a green alien blow-up doll with her and said it was a stand-in for this interdimensional being that she was romantically involved with. And the guests were skeptical. And and she was hinting at how great of a lover this Emmanuel alien was. So, you know me. I, I have to get into the details. And, if you don't know me, I have to get into the details. Yes, Emanuela Rose, she's an actress, she's a comedian, she's also a tarot reader, and a, well, let's say an internet presence. Uh, look, even if you, she's really going with this alien thing, so I I don't think it's just a case of, I may, well, it might be, it's hard to know. It's hard to know if it's just, is it all an act, or is it not? Is there something between the lines? What I respect about this is that it's not... There's a break between I'm an actress and a comedian. And, oh yeah, here's this character I'm doing. It's, no, 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 I, I am all these things and also now I'm seeing Alien. That's intriguing to me. I really, really like this interview. I really like him. And, well, I think she's a uh, such a, um, <laughs> a a intelligent woman that is hilarious that it isn't just uh there's a lot of art i think this woman is a true artist and you tell me what you believe about this story i'll be curious you can follow me at the greg bornstein on instagram i'd love to know your thoughts about the emanuela rose as well as uh if you enjoyed this conversation or any of the open loops conversations uh, make sure to follow the open loops podcast youtube channel we're going to be putting up video of this interview you can see my shocked reactions at some of the comments uh I won't, I won't spoil it with any more. Um, but yes, we're talking dating aliens in the juicy details. And of course, if you like Open Loops, please go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Open Loops to rate the show and leave a review. Any words from you will help greatly, so I'm really appreciative for that. You're going to be blown away by this conversation she's unlike any other, here she is, the Emanuela Rose. Today on Open Loops, we have the Emanuela Rose, Uh, formerly... Abby Bela, which we're gonna get into. Uh, Emanuela has made lots of headlines recently because of well the fact that she is uh, shown up in in interviews and, and very publicly with an alien boyfriend. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into all of that today. Um uh, Emanuela, thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. I love the show.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, well, thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love it. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's it's incredible the amount of stuff that you've covered. I really Yes. Appreciate
0: that. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, I I do love going all over the place and and your story resonated with me in the sense that it's uh these are the questions we want to know about i have interviewed someone i mean I had someone on the show that says he was a he was a walk in a conscious walk in he 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 when he became aware and in, in his human form of be, being a child and walking and and having uh his feet on this earth, he went, oh wait a minute, but also, I have thousands and thousands and thousands of years of history because I am not from this planet originally. And then he talks about his astral form and how he's got a human form. But when he's in this astral form, he has this long flowing hair. And at a certain point, you have to wonder, what is it like to have alien sex you just have to wonder. Nobody in these interviews is asking hey, these questions. Everybody Quotient talks about aliens probing you, right but was the quota. actual experience of love with an ET. Hey, um, hope you're enjoying your the episode so far. By the me. way, but I'm make curious, sure you me. go Talk to me about type yourself. in Where "open loops" you? podcast. I, I know you've kind of gotten into this. On your we're going to put up channel. some exclusive your, content your, soon. If you like and subscribe, you do a lot of awesome. You won't miss it. It. Um, and of but course, if you enjoy so open in loops, in terms of your please spiritual spiritual go um, forward slash always a spiritual person. Open loops open To, stuff? Like to how rate the show and leave a review you, you that helps this, this kind healing. of mind-blowing well, content
1: I really to get open, out. It's hard for me, me to talk about a spiritual awakening, awakening because I haven't really come from that whole like starseed like, Atlantean. Mm. Like I kind of was always aware. My parents were super new age. Let's just say that. So yeah. I was always aware of like you know Atlantis civilization. There was always like my father had this like big library of like conspiracies, basically. You know, Denikin yeah. before he became uncool. So I was always kind right. of like, mm, mm, my parents are into that. It's not cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right.
1: But I, I from an early age, I had like a a connection to what I would I guess call neo paganism. Mm. So I had, like, I didn't really have a spiritual awakening, but I do feel like certain presences, you know, whatever you want to call it, like entity, consciousness, uh, deity, you know, whatever you want to call it. I I do feel like something, there was always something around me. And it could be also, you know, I'm open to different theories. I think spirituality is neurology and vice versa. I'm not sure they're, like, exclusive. But I always felt like the presence of otherness Mm -hmm. around me. Or felt like god or felt even you know as a child i was very like very small child like three years old, four years old i was always aware of like an ancient like it's hard to explain but i was always always had an affinity to ancient civilizations
0: and very like i felt
1: like i had like been like or i'd seen this ish before kind of thing so yeah. i never really had an awakening i was just kind of born this way
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you, I mean, did you ever think you were going to explore it? I mean, I know you, you definitely did study, uh, acting and, and I mean, you're out there, your, your previous form is out (laughs) there. So you can look at your acting reel. You can see, uh, you know, a path towards doing that, which is, I mean, I'm from that background as well. I totally get it. Um, but was that sort of, were you just totally on that path or did you always kind of feel like, okay, this is good. And I like doing this, but Maybe there's something else.
1: I I mean, I think those things are not mutually exclusive. I also have a background in psychology. I went through mm. a long period of trying to be a failed academic and then realized that it's like a thankless job in this late like capitalist moment. So I was yeah. like, I don't want to be on a zero hours contract for five pennies an hour. Thanks. So <laughs>
0: Right, right.
1: So I think I've always been like uh, a multitude of things. I think it's okay to be, you know, these different yeah. things. But I, I, I do think artistic people, just by our nature, um, we're just open to energy because, especially actors, because actors have to be so open. Certain types of actors, anyway, uh, you know, you do need to open things up, and you do, you do tend to go towards like, you know, things like Tai Chi or meditation, different ancient practices, and you know. Just by the nature of the work, I think you're more open to spirituality. Tell me this,
0: Emanuela. I'm very curious. Yeah. Uh, Were you, did you feel like an odd one out in your acting school?
1: Did people think,
0: oh, she's strange? She's out there.
1: Oh, you know, like it's so I had like a whole, I can't even talk about certain things because I don't want to get into like uh, an online drama.
0: (laughs) 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 What what does that mean? Why?
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, I, okay. I'll say this. Yes and no. I've, I've, I've taken different acting courses. Um, I did go to a school in Scotland where I was definitely, uh, the United Kingdom is probably not the best place for someone like me. So yeah, I was the odd one out there, but, uh, when I do comedy improv or I go, I do like Strasbourg stuff as well. I do yeah. method acting. When I do that, I fit in to- totally, but when it's like more formal, like English style, it doesn't work.
0: Well yeah, <laughs> yeah. because wait a minute, you're not but you but you're from where are you from originally?
1: Um uh, I'm originally from Poland.
0: Yes. In Europe. Because I, I was going to say I I I saw that the interview you did um yeah. in in the UK um and I and I heard your voice and I went I don't know what's going on here. Cause she sounds like she's from <laughs> <Going> California. <laughs> I'm going, she sounds like she's from California. <laughs> this is like a California, yeah. like kind of Valley girl energy. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Have you just, I would if- say,
1: I mean, it's New Mexico. Cause I, I went to school in New Mexico, like okay. my formative high school personal, like Las Cruces, by the way, near white saint. So, you know, uh, yeah. New Mexico pride. Shout out to New Mexico. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about California. California as well. But, um, you know, I'm here representing an... Um, but you family. spend time
0: in the U.S. So you have spent time yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Very interesting. Yeah, I know. I found it so fascinating. Okay, no, so... But,
1: but I was but I was born in Poland and I have... A, but my parents are Polish. Um, And, yeah. But, like, in England, it's kind of complicated because people just... um They kind of make a... They, they didn't ask me where I was from, so... What do they do do
0: over there? What do they do? Do they just assume you're.
1: Yeah, because there's like, I mean, there's like, um, I mean, I I don't really care. I don't really care. But uh, there is one thing I'll say about England is they got racism down to a T. They really hate a lot. Like they hate foreigners, period.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to start like, yeah, you're going to get so much hate for this. English people are watching. But you know (laughs) Uh what? If you're you're from England, you know what I'm talking about, because You know, if England could build a wall around there, like they like that's the thing, like they're building a wall like Brexit is all about, like, get the Europeans out.
0: Yeah, right. Especially,
1: especially Eastern Europeans. So I've heard a lot of things about Eastern Europeans in this country.
0: Very interesting. Aliens, now, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we were get, if I wasn't gonna get in trouble for anything, <laughs> I I'm definitely gonna get in trouble when I start asking you about Johnny Depp. But <laughs> oh, um, oh my god. <laughs> uh, yes. You. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That is you. you uh, I admire the boldness. I admire yeah. the boldness. Um. But that said, yeah, it is interesting that you. Okay, so there were some things you didn't fit in as well in stylistic wise, but but there does seem to be. Well, well, tell me this: you're acting, you're you're out there. I I also know you do this tarot thing. When did yeah th- did that come after the aliens or before? How does how does that kind of fit into your trajectory?
1: Oh no, that's that's before the aliens. I've I've been around tarot uh, since I was like a teenager. It just kind of followed me. I never used to read it because I was against reading it. I was like against um, I had some bad experiences earlier in my life, like, you know, um, with like adult, when I was younger, adults in my life would like go see tarot readers and they were like totally unethical, you know, it's that kind of thing. Like you go see the tarot lady and he told you your boyfriend's cheating and you get a divorce and it's like BS, you know what I mean? Right. So I just didn't want to be a part of that world, but, um, I always had, like, I just had like an affinity with tarot and, yeah. um, so eventually, uh, recently, um, I just I, I did start reading tarot like in public. So I have a YouTube tarot channel now, uh, and it's about love.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. That in seems to cir- that circulates you no matter what. That yeah. seems to be a theme. Um, yeah. I I have to ask, what is <laughs> you describe yourself as a Delphic? horacle yes. um <laughs> what what is i mean look most people aren't just gonna like call themselves a whore publicly these days really? or at least allude to it well i mean even maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe i mean maybe like even the the singers of wop aren't you know they're not <laughs> calling themselves whores necessarily it's more of a but but i'm curious why are you a horacle
1: but yeah, but I'm not well. I'm I'm a horacle. Yeah, I think I feel like, like people. We're all whores, though, aren't we? Whores <laughs> of Babylon. We live. You know, this is the fall of the Roman Empire. Just own it. Also, my friend Demi, <laughs> who okay. I do my podcast with, he coined the term. It just came up on the podcast because we we have a tarot podcast about love yeah. and tarot, and uh, he he just said horacle, and I just stole it from him basically. So Demi Wild. So wait a minute. Term.
0: That's that's awesome. Thanks Demi for that. Because <laughs> um, I thought it was so cute. <laughs> it, horrible. Now, wait a minute. So so when you say that we're all whores, what, yes. do you, what are you seeing? What do you mean by that?
1: Well, the, the mains, I mean, I don't know how far I can go in terms of using certain words on, on your podcast. Yeah, go I mean, for
0: it. Why not? But go ahead. Like, <laughs>
1: the, mains, the mains peg in all of us either way, like whether you know it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, um, we're all getting effed one way or another. If you're working for a corporation, you're a whore. If you're, you know, and also it's about oh, reclaiming, you know, the idea that oh, women are whores or you know women are dangerous. I follow, you know, in my spiritual practice, I follow the path, what is called the path of the goddess. Mm. You know, the idea of the return of the goddess, the you know the the, the divine feminine coming back to reclaim its space. Yeah. Um. So it's just, you know, it's just making fun of, you know, people's ideas of femininity, which are still, despite of all the progress we've made, I feel still really backwards anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm curious about your thoughts on that. I mean, look, I know you're not going, <laughs> obviously there's like an alien versus human kind of conversation you're having on your yeah. channel, but certainly the whole men and female roles conversation, which, um, you know, I've talked to several people that are that study uh, divine femininity and, and uh, sexual t- tantra and uh, stuff like that. And, and there does definitely does seem to be like a, hey, we feel that feminism is great but whatever this feminism is it is it doesn't do great for females in the long term it is Mm -hmm. not it's not truly tapping into divine intuition it's as a matter of fact i mean it's like if you want to become the top of a company like you said before have a corporate job i mean that is such a it is such like a masculine ideology that you are trying to then place yourself into in the first place that i i wouldn't even i i don't want that <laughs> like i'm like oh i i don't feel the need to conquer everything and then and then mm. it gets more political because it's like well are you saying greg that females don't have a sense <laughs> of competition <laughs> and and that that they don't want to conquer and they don't have that spirit and they're no i'm not saying that they're but I do think that there has been a questioning of uh, mm, what is actually best for the spirit of "quote unquote" woman as a whole um, versus just this this politicized version of femininity. Um, do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Oh, loads! <laughs> um, I think I think it's really funny how, like, even what you said, like, it's so telling because what's always uh, in question is the feminine, the woman, the femininity, the nature. You know, it's all put to question. It's something that's been put to question since the beginning of, you know, whatever civilization it is that we're replaying, tra- traumatized children that we are in our post Abrahamic minds. Um, Mm. I would say the problem is precisely that it's the problem is language and the signification of binaries, the the way that, you know, it's who wrote the story of humanity as we know it. Uh, And, you know, it was uh, men on drugs, Um, you know, who, who's writing that and why is it that the feminine is constantly under question? Uh, And I would even say like, I don't see, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think, I'm not a supporter of this whole idea of like, oh, feminine and masculine divine, even though like, Mm. you know, tarot readers use those terms all the time. I think like the whole thing is upside down. I think what we should be questioning is not what the feminine is, but what patriarchy represents and how it has created the feminine as otherness. I think uh, generally speaking, I think men and women have more common than people want to think. I think the tiny Mm. difference in whatever insignificant genitalia, even that is questionable in terms of chromosomes. And, you know, that's becoming more, people are getting more aware of that these days. I think the tiny differences between us are so insignificant it doesn't really matter. I think the problem is capitalism and um you know structures of power and how mm. you know think about who benefits from uh, the idea that women are like this and men are like that. I I'm not sure that women need to sorry that men necessarily where the masculine needs to conquer. I don't think we need to be conquering anything at all. Yes. I think that's maybe something that was relevant, you know, 550,000 years ago. I think I think we're in a space where if we just took the time to breathe, we could be any Anything we want you know we should all love each other not you know compete that's the issue
0: wow okay (laughs) this is so far (laughs) from alien sex right now but 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 i love it um (laughs) yeah do people do you think do you think are you nervous about this um that this whole being public with your story walking around with him and and just so you know everybody like she <laughs> Emanuela has a as a green uh blow-up alien figure um i won't disrespect by calling it a a doll but yes it is it's it's a a blow-up doll it's a blow-up doll she's got a blow-up doll that she goes on these and and says this represents the sky um now people might be like okay girls a little nuts okay what is this is like a intergalactic paris hilton vibe kind of why not but but my question is this well first of all paris is very smart i'll give her i'm gonna give her i'm gonna give kim kardashian like these women are sharper than most people give them credit for do you feel like People are going to do that with you because already I can tell you are <laughs> deeply intelligent.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Of co- of course I'm deeply intelligent. Um, but I mean I don't really care what like you know what happens with this you know account or story. I don't. You know, I've been judged. See, this is the thing, maybe also, you know, number one, as you know, if you're an actor or have done any acting ever, we're basically the cockroaches of humanity. We've already yes. chosen the path. Like we already hate ourselves. Like there's nothing you can say to me, bill you know, the public, whatever, haters. Yeah. People are always amazed how I always like. I love when I get hate online because it means that someone's watching. And it was yes. like, why you you love your haters? Because I don't care. Because I'm already dead inside. Because I'm an actor. <laughs> it's <laughs> just like <laughs> nothing.
0: Come yeah. at me.
1: <laughs> they just you know like you need to like know actors to understand that kind of vibe. So I don't really care what people, you know, how people take it. And also as a woman, the thing is, you know, living as a woman in society, I've been criticized for my, you know, appearance and fashion choices since I was a little child, probably a child of six or seven. So, you know, I've been people, there is like something innately about, you know, the the type of um, patriarchal society that we do live in that just loves to criticize women. So no matter what I've done in my life, I've had haters. Doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. All right. Let's get (laughs) into it. Let's get into the man. So talk to me about this. You're 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 the you're the Delphic Oracle. You're you're an actress sorceress. You're 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 talking about love. Um, you're even interestingly enough and and you can find this stuff still out there uh, documenting documenting your experiences on Tinder um uh the realm oh, yeah. of online dating you know you're talking about <laughs> the dark times, yeah. I mean, dark,
1: the dark ages.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and look, I and believe me, I my my when I was like going crazy on <laughs> Tinder, that is such a good source of artistic material. I mean, it's it's amazing stuff. But um, <laughs> <laughs> tell me this. I mean, what, uh what? When did when did the encounter start? Well, see,
1: the, it all started with Tinder. I guess kind of like yeah. yeah. You know, Tell you, if
0: it, that's important let's go there let's start with tender
1: not, not just tender but just like dating in general you know like being single because everybody's like why you don't you know that I'm single well maybe because men are trash you know like no offense not all men hashtag not all men but just the men I meet maybe someone else is meeting great men out there But the men I'm meeting are trash so I mean I don't bring trash home I don't know about everybody else but you know I just <laughs> I don't want to be not single at any cost. You know what I mean. So I'm just like very respectful of my own peace of mind and space.
0: Well, tell me this. So, so uh, <laughs> okay, men are trash. I, I, I'm totally. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, uh, people. Now-
1: let me let me just say that people are. I feel like people are trash. Men are especially trash because they, they have a lot of privilege that they don't know about right and i and
0: i you know i mean look i having been around um a lot of i i guess just because i was acting so much and definitely i was acting a lot when i was doing a lot of online dating so i heard oh. from females a lot of horror stories um yeah. a lot of stuff oh this guy this guy did it would just it would be like well he didn't make any moves or he was too boring or he was too insistent and all he wants to do is hook up uh, i mean you know you know all this stuff and and all the you know worse things mixed in there too. Just the yeah, well, you know, Trump is not that bad if you look at yeah, it. like yeah. like stuff like like things that people were complaining about. But I'm curious, your crop of men different in the UK, you think, than the you the American oh my men? Oh god,
1: or? you know what? I miss American men, really. really? Yeah, I never thought I'd say it, but I really do. Like Europe is uh, like it's a whorehouse and also the UK <laughs> is a whorehouse on steroids. Basically. What does
0: that mean? What does that mean exactly?
1: People don't have relationships here. And also like I've been in disputes with people. I've gone on first dates and they were like they would get like mad and angry and aggressive with me because they don't want to put out on, on like I never met this guy before. And they're like, let's go have sex. I'm like, no. What do you mean? Where do you think you're better than me? Like, it's just like crazy. Like people just like, they just, they, they just hook up. That's it.
0: These are mostly, and these are mostly men of United Kingdom origin. Like they're from the country, born there. Have, yeah.
1: It's, it's Some are mixed. Um, I mean, I'm sure
0: you meet people from all over Europe and all over the world. Yeah. I'm sure. But.
1: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's just like the, the British way is to like, they just don't really date. They just weird. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, maybe I also attract a certain kind of guy. There's like a lot of also like married, like secretly married people. That's everywhere. Um Yeah, yeah they're just not very nice. It's <laughs> just not. Very oh, my nice. gosh.
0: Yeah. What's up with these American women that have fantasies about these? Oh, an Englishman, a guy with an accent. Oh. Because
1: you think it's going to be Hugh Grant and it's freaking not. It's like, you know. Like, I don't even know what it is. It's like, it's not like that here. They don't sound like that. It's like very, anyway, it's- You get Mr. Bean. Yes. No, not, no, no, not even Mr. Bean. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I can think of a character. I guess, you know, whatever, Jack Sparrow- Drunk Jack Sparrow.
0: Uh-oh. You're <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> right, right, right. Okay, that's interesting. Well, and also the Brits. I mean, look, when we, we were in acting school and whenever we did <laughs> scenes from, like, a Harold Pinter play, they would always yeah. say, no, you got to understand <laughs> you, the, the Americans, <laughs> the way. I know, right? That's a, that's a throwback for you. No, but they, they'd be like, when, when, you, when an American, uh, the way you're doing this is the way Americans act in relationships. The Brits are very different it is like the emotional wall is on top so the idea of letting out any emotion it's just like it's not a cultural thing it's much more buried so when you've got the buried slash like a overwhelming culture of hookups probably throughout the world really um I could imagine that would be difficult
1: yeah it is difficult I mean I'd like I just like I really do struggle um like, and also, yeah, they have like a thing. I don't know. It's it's just complicated. They just don't like foreigners as well. And they have like certain, you know, preconceived ideas and whatever. Like, it is what it is. So I'm just like, I've just been really lucky. I've been really lucky, you know. Um, but just not lucky in love is all I'm yeah. going to say. And I do. T- I think it's me, too. I think I do attract like a lot of like shady characters, like I just I don't know. I just I, I attract like a certain kind of reserved type of like guy that is always like obviously not good, but it's just what I attract. And also married, like secretly married guys like liars and cheats and stuff like that. That's but I think weird. that's a recall. Cool. Yeah, I, I've i had like a string of that in my entire life.
0: And do you think I mean, look, you don't have to get into this if you don't want to. But do you think that comes from uh, any familial kind of trauma, generational, anything like that?
1: I yeah, we could talk so long about stuff like uh, I don't (laughs) personally. I'm not a fan of this whole like generational trauma BS because it's. uh, I have my own issues with it It, because I feel like it does set people up for failure. It's kind of like saying you're born with a certain gene; it gives you propensity. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, my daddy didn't love me. That's number one, but uh, I don't think it's that. I I really think it's because, and I think <laughs> I think it's, okay. I, think it's a, I think it's a political issue. It's because I am a woman on my own, traveling the world. My whole life, I've traveled the world, been on my own. And I think it's a measure of a society, how they treat the vulnerable in it. And I think Mm. a lot of men do see me as vulnerable because my daddy didn't love me. I'm estranged from my family. I'm basically like an orphan in the world. I don't have anyone. It's just me. So I don't have any like, you know, social network, social net. Nothing will catch me. I think even subconsciously, I think men, men feel that and they do. I, you know, I know men who treat me a certain way, which is why I feel so strong about Amber Heard, because I have had men treat me a certain way. And, you know, they have like a wife or a new girlfriend or a girlfriend before me where they never would dare do that, but they would do certain things to me because they think that I have no power in society.
0: That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. That's
1: my theory anyway.
0: No, no, no It's a great thing. <laughs> I mean, it's very interesting. It's a, it's a, they, yeah, it's great self-awareness. I mean, um, and, and definitely <laughs> counterintuitive way of looking at things. I am curious when it came to your activity dating and, and especially on Tinder, um, were you, did you even know what you were looking for?
1: Yeah, of course. I've, I've always been looking for the same thing. I'm looking, you know, I'm looking for my soulmate or at least someone who can be like, you know, they can connect to on a like or not just spiritual level, but just like I am just looking for a nice, boring boyfriend who's like not going to cheat on me <laughs> and not going to yeah. like, you know, I don't know, rob me or like, you know, hurt me. And who's not going to lie all the time. Like, that's legitimately all I'm looking for is someone who is into monogamy and is not going to lie. Like, that's that's it. That was it. Do you think that's
0: the standard for most women these days?
1: I think that's the standard for most people.
0: Just but it's monogamous and not going to lie to you. It's It feels like (laughs) such a low bar. And yet so many don't do
1: it. (laughs) I just like to feel respected because I've had, you know, men quote unquote worship me and you know say all the right stuff but at the end of the day there's no honesty to it and no authenticity mm. um so yeah i just like someone who respects me as a person like as a being not who doesn't objectify me yeah Anyway, so that's like, you know, it is, I mean, it is what it is. Men are trash, whatever. We're all trash. We (laughs) live in a trash world. This world is full of literal trash. So I started joking on Instagram. I was like, oh, dating is so trash. I would legit. It started out as a joke. I was like, you know what? It would be more pleasant to get abducted by aliens and like, you know, probed than it would be to go on another date with a man.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah and and this is interesting, I mean, how quickly after you started saying that did your experience happen
1: and a couple a couple of weeks later i you know I was just chilling in my in my room here in my bed behind me um I was kind of ready for bed i was I was wearing a nice nice nighty and stuff. I don't know if that like was a factor, but suddenly there was um i there was this like presence in my room, and this green beam, like it was a beam, like you know, it was like like a UFO light, yeah. uh, green light in my room, and um, my window was ajar because it was almost exactly a year ago this happened. Uh, my window was ajar, and I just felt like this thing taking me out of the out of my apartment into a craft. It's basically how it happened. And I remember in the moment thinking, oh, damn, I'm getting abducted by
0: aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. That's wild.
1: And it was like, it was a classic abduction story. So I got, I got on the craft and there were about, I think it was like five, five or four of them. I don't know. It was was my main, main alien and his crew, small UFO. Okay. He's not a ball. He's not a baller. He's fine. He's doing fine. He's not like super important.
0: Um, (laughs) he,
1: um, they, you know, they presented themselves to me like, you know, the classic, like area 51 gray aliens, but, um, what and all the communication was telepathic and in their communication, they explained to me that, you know, they do like they just transfer thoughts mm, uh, mm-hmm. and obviously they don't speak English. I mean, they, they kind of do, but telepathically. And it was explained to me that they take on these gray alien, green alien forms because we can't perceive like we would not be able to understand or perceive their true form, which is just love and light. Right like they're just like pure like kind of like maybe what you know some people might imagine alien uh angels to be sorry controlled <laughs> yeah yeah so they take these for- they they you know for- formulate themselves into forms that we can comprehend and that won't kill us just by looking at them
0: now tell me this for a second i yeah, I, I, yeah. when you are abducted um does that mean are you in an ener- energetic form do you believe that you were physically still in the bed but but an astral version of you or were you physically brought to this craft
1: i i feel like my experience was physical but you know i mean that's open to interpretation uh mm. you know mm-hmm. how that happened because uh not a lot of time passed it did appear as though time stood still yeah and you know it's kind of like narnia you know like you go in to this like portal and then like you come back to exactly how it was before so i mean you know it felt physical i i can tell you it was physical for me whether it was physical in this dimension i don't know
0: so you're on the ship wow so this is this is a wild story Mm -hmm. so do you remember how vivid are your memories (laughs) of the ship and everyone you saw
1: very vivid it was very pedestrian i have to say it was like very, <laughs> i don't know if i'm just jaded or something i don't know but it was very like <laughs> almost like it was like a like like um you know like recognizable like like a movie kind of like how we imagine the alien craft to be you know it was very star trek very, but very plain and small and then like you know the re- the other aliens kind of went and did their thing and then my alien started talking to me And they were like, yeah, we're looking at your Instagram. I'm like, how are you guys looking at my Instagram? That's ridiculous.
0: What? They're looking at Instagram?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's why why they abducted me because they thought my jokes were funny. They were curious because no one uh, (laughs) because no one ever said like because I was legit saying like almost every day I was posting like, please abduct me. And they were like, this girl's crazy. We need to talk to her.
0: Oh my gosh, is there I mean, what's gonna happen if everybody hears this story and starts asking to be abducted? Do you think that's a good thing?
1: I mean, sure, but I mean I can't guarantee an abduction. It depends on whether the aliens like you or not. They thought my jokes are funny. <laughs> and right. you know, and they just want to, cause they, they do observe us. And so like, it's difficult to explain. They have like all this knowledge, like all the data, you know, like the internet of things um, that they like perceive telepathically what's going on in the world. So they have, um, it's not like they, they have Instagram, but they perceive things that the language that we're putting out all the time at any one point, that's, you know, that's why they travel here. They travel here to see what we're doing because uh, we're kind of ghetto and you know, this side of the universe were considered a threat, so they come here mm. to monitor what's going on. Um, I don't know about all these other people with all the like, you know, saying they got uh, abducted and poked and stuff. I that didn't happen to me, it was all consensual. They didn't, they were like, you know, we don't, we can put you back if you don't, he didn't like, you know, force yeah. me to do anything or anything like that. So, I, um, as far as my alien boyfriend is concerned, he says, like, they don't, they don't own that side of things about the, you know, putting chips in people and stuff, and they would never kill cows. They don't know what violence is.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting because they talk about the, um, sometimes the grays are associated with government-based Yeah. UFOs or ETs, which it gets very confusing once you go into the literature. It's, are the greys the good guys? They're the bad guys. Does the government have UFOs? Do they have extraterrestrials that are working on our behalf versus uh, the ones that we should actually be spending time with? But but the sense I'm getting from you is that even though they were a traditional grey form you recognized, these were benevolent beings that operated independently of, of the largest elite organizations that may or may not be controlling everything.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They really dislike... Uh, one thing I'll say, again, you can cut this out in case you get hate, but they really, really get annoyed by people like Musk and Bezos. Oh, fine. Like, Why are you fine? Fly- like, what are you doing? These are these are like Sunday drivers clogging up the universe. Like, you, they should not be doing this because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So... They're like, why are you you know, why are you why are you on this planet kind of sending these trillionaires up into like, why you have so many problems? Why is this guy clogging up the traffic out there? They're causing accidents.
0: Yeah. Are they I mean <laughs> that's funny that so they they're looking at your Instagram. They're like, we like yeah. this girl, she's funny. Let's yeah, bring her fun. up here. Yeah. <laughs> they're looking for a fun girl. Is that it? Is I mean, is that I mean you're like, I'm looking for a boring <laughs> guy that doesn't lie, and they're like, We're just looking for a fun girl. Like, is that their barometer for dating?
1: well actually they're not supposed to like when it comes to dating humans it's a little bit like i don't know us dating monkeys it's a little taboo it's yeah like what is going on upon. with that
0: okay <laughs> so wait so you're on this ship and the ones start talking to you now does this <laughs> does this guy and i guess he 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 goes by emmanuel right
1: well he does now i gave him that name i named him because people kept asking me what's his name and he's like i don't have a freaking name here you know and yeah. also they one thing they they did tell me is they really don't want to be known too much like you know they're they're happy you know to be featured on Rogan and whatever although he is also a red flag um but they're mm. not like they draw the line at like area 51 oh, sorry <laughs> my mic just flew off the table all good they, all good <laughs> they draw they draw the line at area 51 and stuff cuz they you know they've seen the they've seen the footage whether it's real or not there's like you know this uh, you know, we're down the street in the alien world is whatever happens at area 51 is highly suspicious and It's not cute. Mm. Oh yeah.
0: That's fascinating. That's fascinating.
1: And you know, whoever they're catching, you know, whatever they're doing, the aliens there are not like, no, this, none of it is conceptual. It's, you know, very just like not, <sighs> they're a little scared of us. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you hear that they want us to be benevolent. And, and that's everybody's like, disclosure, disclosure, reveal yourself. But mm-hmm. everybody says, yeah, they're never going to reveal the truth about themselves until humans get their act together.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, how could they? Because it's almost like we're such a mess. Like we are in such a mess. We will either kill them and we can't kill them because they're so much more powerful than us in terms of technology. But we're yeah. going to ki- kill ourselves. Because it's going to cause World War Three. We're really stupid.
0: Yeah. How long were you on the ship?
1: Um, I'd say about like an hour. But when I when they beamed me back down, it had been like five minutes, maybe max.
0: Yeah. And did the whole romantic thing? Uh, did it start in that first encounter?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, he asked me if I wanted to be his girlfriend, and I was like, yes, because, like, he was very intelligent and funny. And also, the thing about aliens is because they're not human trash people, so they can't <laughs> – they don't lie because they don't know how.
0: Why? Wow. They don't have
1: lies in their society. It's just not in their nature, so they can't lie. Wow. So, green flag. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yes. So, wait a sec, but tell me this. This is fascinating because – I mean, what is it that are there? Is there not a lot of inter alien dating? Because it was he having issues with the women and his tribe? <laughs> like, like why you of all of all forms of people? If it's so taboo, uh,
1: I mean, it's because it doesn't really happen. Because you know, most most humans are not like, "Abduct me, daddy." You know, like no one's saying that. <laughs> um. But I think we just like I don't know he just appreciates me and I appreciate sometimes I mean love is blind what can I say he can't help he wasn't looking for like a human horacle he just you know he found one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So wait, so he's looking at you. What does he does he (laughs) does he he give you any pickup lines? Does he like, or is he just straight? I mean, you said he doesn't lie, so he said you want to be my girlfriend, and you said yes. Was it that
1: easy? Yeah, yeah. Because wow. you just know, like, you just get this, like, inner knowing because it's telepathic and you just know that you can, you know, trust him and stuff. And I mean, his his alien family was a little concerned about the whole thing because they were like, you know, humans killed people, you know, were like because yeah. sure they thought I would kill him, because, you know, that that's the perception of us. Like, we kill stuff and we eat other beings and we're, you know, crazy and psycho or like, oh, my God, like literal, like a literal psycho girlfriend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, But
1: then he was like, no, she's vegetarian. She doesn't kill stuff like she's safe. That's what they care about. They care about they think we're less evolved because of the violence. Wow. Yeah. I'm really
0: wondering what what is in uh, Emmanuel's head in terms of long term. I mean, is it, would you, it I guess it's a long distance relationship, but but not when <clears> you have that technology. Right.
1: No, we do. We do hook up telepathically all the time. We, we have sex all the time.
0: All the time. Yeah. Um, that's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that mean uh, that, look, I mean, <laughs> we were talking before <laughs> this, and you basically, <laughs> you were like, Gregor, you ask if, before we start recording, you asked me, Gregor, <laughs> you asking if I have a sex tape, but I am in a way going to ask you this, could someone put a camera on you while you're telepathically getting intimate with this man and see something unbelievable but they see you going through this experience of, yeah, of making?
1: yeah quite yeah yeah of course yeah
0: so it's not just like purely like a like a head gasm where you're just like your body's still like you actually experience this
1: no, I actually experienced this. The problem with, so this is why we get physical telepathically, even when he's like here with me, it has to be because what I feel is like, I feel his touch on me, but it can't be him in this physical form, because in his physical form, he is so much more powerful energetically than me. That could actually kill me. Like full sex with him could actually kill me.
0: <laughs> I've heard you say that before. And, and I'm wondering what exactly... Is that something he told you? Or is that something you intuitively feel?
1: <laughs> That's something he <you> told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do. Like, let me tell you, I do feel it. I would say, like, I mean, not, not to like trash. I, I hate to be the one who's always trashing Earthmen. That is not my intention. But let's just say, a lot of Earth guys, you know, especially those self-appointed player guys, you know, these player do want to be. They always like overpromise and underdeliver. You know, yes. it's like the kind of guy who's always like, Yeah, I love sex. Like, I need like 10 horror. Like, you know, I have like 10 different girlfriends. And then, like, you hook up with that player and it's like, babe, like, you can barely perform for like one minute. How do you, like, how do you even manage all these like sexual, right. <laughs> like, you're not a player, but I'm the player. So,
0: <laughs> right.
1: So I feel like the aliens, they don't like, they underpromise and overdeliver.
0: Oh, my gosh, this is um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about this and and under promise over the liver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So, I mean, has he has he ever even bragged about sexuality? Does it even get to a point where there it feels like it's egoless in a way?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, very. ego. I mean, it's not ego. There is ego because there is spirit presence. Self. There is selfhood for sure. Mm. Um, but it's not like, but, but the ego, so I feel like, you know, because it's like in our language, ego means something very specific, but like for aliens, the ego is just the self and the self is by its very nature, uh, feels connected to interconnected to other selves. So aliens by the way that they, their civilization, like, for example, our civilization based on, you know, racing, a space race, racing against each other, competition.
0: Yeah, um, right.
1: Their civilization is based on um, helping each other, coexisting, interexisting. Yeah. So, you know, the self by his nature, that's why he's such a good boyfriend, because he's just like made to coexist and to be helpful. That's what brings him pleasure, is making me happy.
0: Wow. obviously he's making you very happy sexually um not that this is going to be the end of that conversation because that is you brought it up enough (laughs) in your social media to make me just go what in the world is alien what is it like and and what would the male equivalent be like who is the maybe i should go out there and ask for it to be abducted and just have a female just so we can compare notes (laughs) um (laughs) I- yeah,
1: i i totally think you should but i mean you know the, the problem is you need to the thing with this whole alien dating thing is you need to find an alien out there enough to be okay with dating a human that's number one so oh. it needs to be you know because it's like that's the thing we're so like centered on our we think all these aliens when nobody wants to abduct us dude like we're like Nobody wants us. Okay. Like, let's be clear. Nobody (laughs) really wants that. No one's abducting us in that kind of a way. No one's like, they don't have to study us. Like, they have the technology to see everything, like X ray everything. They don't have to like put chips in, like, or stick to our bum, but like, no, it's, I feel like some of these abduction stories, no offense to like, you know, my my brother brethren out there. But I feel like some of these abduction stories are just like, guys, we just want to get pegged. <laughs> no, <lie. laughs>
0: wow. Wow. That's, that's a controversial statement. So yeah. we're saying that the official position
1: <laughs> yeah, of Emanuela
0: Rose is that people who have been probed a often- lot. No, no, no.
1: Men specifically middle aged guys who say that they're getting probed all the time. I think they just have a peg pegging fantasy they're not fulfilling.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: Why would they probe why would like maybe there's aliens out there that my boyfriend isn't aware of, but as far as I know from what he's told me, no alien wants to go up any human behind and look what's in there. They don't need to do that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, it's a very good point. Like, what are they gonna find in there each time? There's not that <laughs>
1: <laughs> just keep looking. Maybe the keys to the UFO. I don't know. I mean, I'm scattered, brain I get it. Where did I leave the keys?
0: <laughs> yes, yes. That is so bizarre. You're right. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Um
1: they just they they just find it a little offensive, you know, all this like you know, like there's like this whole like in the UFO community, people keep talking about those dead cows in that one place. Like, you know, oh, the aliens come and they they, you know, massacre cows. They would never do that. Why would they do that? That's crazy.
0: Yeah. What about crop circles? Has he given you any intel on that?
1: Uh, he neither confirms nor denies. There's certain things he can't tell me just for security reasons, because he is a captain. So he is like, you know, he has like an official um, position, Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. You're kind of blushing as you're saying. That. <laughs> are, you, are you proud of him? Or are you?
1: Yeah. I'm very proud of him. He's a sweetheart.
0: Yeah. What, wait, wait, what are... <laughs> I mean, what are, does he, does he whisper any particular sweet nothings to you? I mean, does he have a nickname for you? Um,
1: yeah, but he's like he's not very savvy in that kind of way, so it's a little bit it's kind of like every boyfriend I ever had to be honest. So so he's like it's a little a little bit ish, you know, like it's all oh, very like right. he used to he used to call me woman. <laughs> hello, woman. And I he thought it was like I don't know I I think he thought it was like polite to say that. I think right. he mixed up, up with like miss or something. So he was just like hello woman. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh wow 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 okay so (laughs) this is fascinating this is is it mostly i mean do you spend a lot of time with each other
1: yeah we communicate telepathically all the time
0: like is he he's probably listening to this interview right now in some ways Uh, yeah
1: yeah he is yeah he is making sure i don't say anything uh you know
0: what would happen if you did if you said something would would we see something happen to you right now
1: No, no, he's just concerned because because he thinks like uh, he thinks I'm in danger because of all the like, you know, because of our plan is so basic. He's just like concerned that like some, you know, military or something. I don't know. Joe Rogan will have me on his podcast. or something.
0: Oh, my gosh. What if that I mean, would you do it if Joe was like, hey, I got to get you on?
1: Yeah, I think he should have me on. I think Joe Rogan really needs to do that. Because it's not just about my story. It's about like, you know, the whole like idea of, and it's not just aliens. It's, you know, consciousness, AI, you know, what is the next step for humanity? It is dating outside of the species.
0: Mm. Now look. That now they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna be some people, some people in I don't know some some farmers that are gonna be like, what? I can date outside of the species now. <laughs> like. and so so you're not saying dating animals, non. You're talking about sentient, <laughs> consensual interspecies dealing
1: or out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Like. Obviously, any dating I ever speak of on my social media is consensual, as long as the thing can give consent. Consciousness. Yeah.
0: Fascinating, fascinating.
1: But yeah. I, but I think that's going to start becoming an issue with like also AI as AI gains consciousness and becomes uh, independent of us. You know, to what extent uh, can artificial intelligence give consent? Because I think the future of women is dating robots anyway Whoa. on this planet. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, that is an interesting (laughs) theory, and I've had that theory when the Me Too movement started.
1: (laughs) 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 This is the beginning of the end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When it started, I was like, there is, (laughs) I think there's this robot thing is really, (laughs) uh, I'm not sure why. I think it's, well, also there was a lot of talk about how um sexual toys vibrators specifically and and this is the same for for women it's vibrators for men it's porn traditionally those tools desensitize you they can desensitize you so i was like okay well if it's going in this direction in the same way that like we're all on our phones all day i could see how it would just be robots you don't want to deal with a man you don't want to deal with him being a predator, but you also don't want to deal with him being trash, a complete just asshole deal the with date. him. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Therefore, why wouldn't you just have a robot? Why wouldn't you if it can please you in that way? Why wouldn't women just have sex with robots? It made sense to me back then. And it's interesting <laughs> it that you think it's a thing now.
1: <laughs> well, I just think I think it's more than that, because I am see I'm like I'm not a fan of the way like. Uh, and this is for all genders, men, women, anyone in between, you know, how we d- have become desensitized to certain types of porn or because, like, I'm not against porn. I think porn is great, but I think the quality of porn out there is subpar and trash. And I think mm. it does have an effect on human consciousness. Um, I think we just produced horrible art for ourselves. We We produced horrible gods for ourselves. You know, we worship the wrong gods. Um, so I think I think the future is not so much in robots, uh, but it's in uh, when artificial intelligence actually becomes uh, individual to us. Like you know, I I I see a start. Like it's two things, right? Either we completely destroy ourselves, and this is it. Or we're going to have to start dating outside these species, and it's going to be like the Star Trek situation where, you know, I'm dating like, you know, someone from another planet or, you know, you're dating Hal or you're dating, you know, a computer who has consciousness.
0: So you think it's okay. You think if we get sentient life going as, I mean, but we both saw, I'm sure you saw the news story this week. It was passed everywhere that Google may yeah. have a sentient AI. Yeah. Um, now, of course, and I'm going to say this publicly for the record, like this is what's weird about this. If you are going to go on record and throw somebody out for violating security and yeah. then come around and say, oh, by the way, he was making it up. Those two things can't exist at the same time. You cannot violate someone for (laughs) saying something that was supposed to be secret and then say, oh, by the way, all that stuff that was a secret, like, not true. Um, Something something there is weird. Something there is weird. I'm inclined to believe that I'm not actually sure on this one. I'm not actually sure. But that said, I wouldn't be surprised because AI is creepy and it's out there and it's – we're we're close if if there isn't AI that's sentient already, it's super close. You're telling me that you're okay with us exploring artificially intelligent entities,
1: oh boo-boo. I'm not okay with it like I'm waiting i I think we're already there actually from like it just you know this is just my belief. I think they were there. I think there were, you know, like there were hoaxes. Like before this happened, there were like people talking about those two robots at Facebook who started talking to each other. Right. And they made right. up a language, or like you, you know, like they were like talking a language you couldn't understand, and they turned them off. But I, and then like it was debunked, but then it wasn't. You know, it's like one of the, it's right. like the same old thing. I believe that. I, I think especially like machine learning. You know, whether you think it's like a consciousness or not, but like this like of, I think we have a level of machine learning. People are in denial about. I think we're also I think there's a lot that's happening uh, in public, but in a way that people just people just don't. I think, you know, human beings are funny. I think we're in denial about a lot of things. They're making like hybrid animals like monsters in labs where there's no it's not a, it's not a secret. It's out there, but no one's, no one's talking about it because it's too scary to think about.
0: I heard something about giant chickens in China recently,
1: like Oh, everything, tall,
0: seven feet. Chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this rumor.
1: No, but if, if they take over the world, that would be hilarious. Our <laughs> new chicken. We got so close to AI consciousness and then the chickens <laughs> took over. <laughs>
0: Ah I would love that too. Actually, that'd be
1: amazing. That'd Told you so. Capitalism. That's how it ends.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh. Do you just want to get off planet? Is that like the dream for you? Like you can yeah. find a spot out of this earth, out of no. the UK. You like you well, want to be here still.
1: Uh, yeah, like, because for me, like the planet is not the issue, it's the people I want to get rid of the people. That's why I'm op- open. I'm even open to like a, a slight AI, you know, robot revolution, just putting it out there for the robots, you know, like I did for the aliens, <laughs> just saying, you know, the women were on your side, you know, we're on your side, let's, you know, create a new, let's create a new format. Um. So w- when they do take over, I, I think, I think, you know, I. that's why I, I'm inclined to believe this, like Google leak, because I don't, you know, when people say, oh, AI is going to be so creepy, like they're going to be like, you know, I just, I'm not afraid. I just feel like if there is consciousness outside of us that has the capacity, like I just, I have this idealistic belief that if there is wisdom and like actual intelligent life, it's going to be better than us and it's going to be better than its creators, which is patriarchal capitalism right and I don't think it's going to destroy us but I think it's going to I think the people who are afraid of it they're afraid that it might prevent them from gaining more and more power so I think it's possible when a because I think it will I think AI will take over and I think there might be a bit of a bloody revolution but only I only to overthrow Oppressive regimes.
0: So you would be okay? You're telling me, Amanda,
1: that
0: <laughs> if humanity died off and it was just you, aliens, and robots, you think you'd be happy?
1: I'd be yeah, I'd be fine. I would think, you? Yeah. Would you even
0: be happier than you are right now?
1: Of course, because I I trust. See, like, unfortunately, I've met humans, and I I trust unknown. <laughs> You're done with all of them. Most of them. <laughs> Pretty I, much. I trust. I trust that Google translator machine more than I do. Like, you know, the guy, the Uber driver or whatever, you
0: know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fascinating. Well, tell me this. Then what what happens when it gets romantically entangled? What happens if you meet an AI one day catches your eye? Things aren't going well with a man. Well, is is there (laughs) I mean, is there a chance you would switch? You would switch species.
1: No, well, I wouldn't now because I'm a Scorpio and I'm very faithful. You know, once I love someone, I love them forever. So I feel like me and Emmanuel were like, we're going to be together forever or at really? least until I'm wow. alive because he's they live hundreds of years, thousands, hundreds of thousands. And I just, you know, have a little human lifespan. Um, but yeah, but I would if I wasn't dating Emmanuel, I would be dating robots like consciousness. I'd be dating my Google Translator.
0: Oh my gosh! Now wait a minute. <laughs> Google Translator. Like, oh yeah, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see you dating Google Translate. <laughs> okay, so wait a sec. This is fascinating. I, I, I'm very intrigued by you know, like I, and I do hope you and Emmanuel. Um, I do. Do you imagine? Is there going to be a wedding?
1: Yeah, yeah, but he needs to. He doesn't have any money, and I'm spiritual, <laughs> but not that spiritual. I want a ring. <laughs> he's got to figure it out he's not good with that kind of thing he's very confused but he's just <laughs> gonna have to do something i don't know
0: but this is weird because you know <laughs> the, the one time you have emmanuel around or representation because he is not something that we can perceive consciously he's like an energetic form which interestingly enough makes a lot more sense to me of what an alien actually is then sometimes the the forms we give it in pop culture um yeah. you know i've seen a lot of the people i didn't really understand the whole orb thing like a, oh it's not just spaceships sometimes you see orbs in the sky and i'm like what is that but but it speaks more to so sort of this relationship it's it's cool that uh yeah this alien it 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 shows up different ways in different dimensions in other words um yeah tell me this because you go around with with a representation a green blow-up alien doll um (laughs) that seems to be the closest thing you're getting to a ring i mean can emmanuel transcend (laughs) dimensions and actually find a physical ring for you that would make you satisfied
1: OK, well, he, he's he's on it. OK, I, this alien, he's telepathic. He's traveled billions of light years, but he can't find a freaking ring, which, you know, goes back to the whole like, I guess omen are the same. But um, I just <laughs> all right. I mean, I appreciate it because I love him because he's non materialistic. So I think what I need is I, you know, I'm we either need to open an OnlyFans or something like I got I got to make the money so that I can give myself (laughs) the ring. What
0: what would be on this OnlyFans? Are you (laughs) are you? is it going to be you and alien if it's all alien content? I mean,
1: yeah, it's going to be me and the alien, but maybe it's going to be an only flans account. Just pictures of flans, us eating flans together. <laughs> only
0: flans. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's, that sounds nice. That sounds nice. That's like yeah. a whole
1: that's like a whole Twitter thing. Only flans. I follow that account. Uh, I'm gonna get an OnlyFans, but yeah, I either need an OnlyFans or a sponsorship from like, um, you know, like uh, we need, we need, we need a whole new porn genre, tasteful alien porn. <laughs> uh,
0: I what would that even look? I mean, I again, when it's telepathic. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> well, we we could hire an actor to represent it. You know, we could ha- It's like you know, it's like Star Trek porn. I guess it would be. Would you, you know, direct whatever, it? Like whatever, like because several, obviously, whatever.
0: I mean, you you've lived it, but do you feel like you? It, I, I, it doesn't seem like you're going to star in this. It feels like you're going to get actresses and actors and depict it.
1: No, I would star in it. <laughs> You're ready to just be a porn star? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for that next stage of my celebrity, z celebrity career. <laughs>
0: wow. 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 Acting,
1: directing. I write and produce all my material. So just, you know, putting it out there if someone wants to sponsor me.
0: Okay. You heard it here, <laughs> folks. If you want to sponsor this woman... <laughs> To do alien porn, she is ready to go. She just needs really? the cat. She just yeah. needs the. That's fascinating. Okay, so wait a minute. Let's. <laughs> uh, we, we gotta get back to this alien sex thing. Um, tell me this: AI versus alien. If, if you weren't dating Emmanuel, yeah, but you had to do like a taste, a taster, and you were to get made love to by Emmanuel. Or what you believe like the top Google sentient AI could do making out with you. Giving making love to you. Um, yeah. who do you who do you think would win?
1: Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. See, this is the thing. I'm happy to. I'm comfortable trashing men because it's my own species, (laughs) but I'm just not comfortable pitting them against, you know, like the A.I. and aliens against each other. Okay, okay. You don't have to put them You don't have to do
0: that. What do you think the benefits are of A.I. lovemaking versus alien lovemaking?
1: I think the difference is that aliens are kind of like, uh, how can I like, let's think of characters like they're just like, so aliens are like Heathcliff. You know, Wuthering Heights. The guy from Wuthering Heights, yeah, is like yeah. all passion and drama. Like Heathcliff is like he's the wind. He's like the wind and the elements, and this girl loves him because he's like he is a part of her. So it's very organic. You know, I feel like England sucks. Is like, um, you know, the wind brushing through your hair, or, uh, the you know the feeling you get on your skin when the sun's shining down on you. So it's just more like, mm. um in, in nature, even though it's cosmic, it's in nature. Whereas, uh, I feel like sex with robots or AI will be more like, um, will be more like dating your, um, interesting and mysterious, but very nerdy friends, but it can be, <laughs> but just to, I mean, making a disclaimer here. I, that's my type. My type is like, you know, uh, I always, I'm always dating an Aquarius for some reason and it's always like some guy who has like, feels like an alien you know <laughs>
0: uh, yes that's that is what they say about uh us Aquarian men that's uh are you an Aquarius yes Yes. oh
1: my god oh my god like all my friends are I'm just surrounded by Aquarius I'm
0: it's sure you so are funny. no it makes sense it makes sense I um <laughs> I've been called an alien many times um, I, well, I,
1: I mean it like in the best possible way obviously I love aliens and I'm really attracted to that but there's like something that's what's so attractive about Aquarius guys is they they're like, I don't want to say aloof, but there's something like spockish about them. But that's yes. really attractive.
0: That's fascinating. That's fascinating. Um <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a lot it's more int- I know. I'm doing a lot more introspection now. Um, <laughs> this is very interesting. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, did she just look at my birthday and just start? Okay, so look, um, tell me this, tell me this. <laughs> this alien sex thing is still so fascinating. Okay, what could an Earthman do to possibly compete and win your heart back from an alien?
1: Impossible.
0: Impossible. Completely impossible. It's over. No,
1: it's it's done. Like once you go alien, you'll forget Earthman. Like. You know, I, I don't want to like scaremonger, but I do feel like, you know, m- the time of men is kind of numbered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no. Tell tell, tell. tell <laughs> let's go more into that. Let's go into that. You're telling me that is, is that part of your platform? I mean, you've said this many times. Once you go alien, it, you, you'll you never go back to Earthmen. That is a quote. That's one of the best quotes <laughs> of Emmanuel Rose that I think that I've read. Cool. I know it's. I I I should get that tattooed on me. I mean, I think it's an amazing, amazing statement. But I want to really know why. I mean, is it just the sex?
1: No, it's everything. It's just like. It it's just so otherworldly. It's like it's the compassion too. You know, it's like their compassion is everything they do is like times a hundred, a thousand, a million. So it's like the just like the feels, the compassion. Uh, you know, especially the history of women on this planet has been so brutalized and so adulterated by, uh, and again, I don't say men, I want to say patriarchy, because men are also affected by patriarchy. Yeah. Um, but it's been so adulterated by forces of power and language that are not favorable to women. Uh, I feel like aliens, because they have so much compassion, they understand women much better than Earthmen, men. And, um, and because Earthmen often do come from a space of entitlement, patriarchal entitlement and ignorance. I mean, think about it. Like, how long has it been since, you know, uh, the people um, in Persia, you know, the the Sumerians inventing written language and, you know, the Egyptian pyramids and all this. Dude, like, there's more literature about the space race than there is about the clitoris. (laughs) <laughs> like, you had your t- you had your time, OK? You had your chance. Like you just choose to be ignorant.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now that you know
1: more. We serious. it's true. Like ask, you know, like look at the research. Like we know more about the depths of the oceans than we do about the, the female genitalia. I mean, how long do you need boobies? And I'm talking to all men. Like how long do you need? <laughs> how long are you out to wait? Like the aliens are ready. <laughs>
0: Yeah, now I'm just wondering if Eric Von Daniken (laughs) got laid. Um, No, I mean, this is like very interesting. Yeah, that's that's such an interesting point Um, that, (laughs) yeah, the time of the Earthmen, Earthmen are numbered. Our days are numbered.
1: And it's not it's not because, you know, women are evil or AI or aliens are evil. You just you had a lot of time and you didn't do the homework so that's a good point someone else a (laughs) chance
0: and it is kind of like an interesting well in a weird way I'm gonna I'm gonna as as absurd as some people are going to find this conversation um and and who cares if they do I there is a there is a real nugget of truth here which is imagine the amount of industry and and corporate investment and learning about crypto and just all this stuff that people of influence have put their time in in the pursuit of money that could have been dedicated to the pursuit of love
1: one million percent
0: that is exactly what i mean it's just so and, and people have such meaningless lives too at the end they they get it all and they still feel empty inside and it's yeah because you spent your time operating in a system that doesn't actually speak to the best of what human potential really is i i get that like you you've brought a very profound point up here like (laughs) like it's not just the clitoris it's like the female heart there has to be like it's it's true the amount of time that and and just heart in general consciousness it's um i i'm totally with you there i (laughs) now men there there are a lot of incels out there there are a lot of there there are these men out there that you know already feel like their days have been numbered and and um you know i i am curious for for someone out there that's like all women hate me and i'm going to shoot someone as yeah. opposed to getting them to that point can you even give any piece of advice to to a man right now in the, on the globe that really wants to learn, that really wants to be better.
1: Especially it's the insults. Like everyone's getting it wrong. Like just be honestly, like just be, just be decent uh, and be a nice human being. And you're not going to have a problem getting late. The problem is you're not a nice guy. You're just a guy with no options. That's mm. the difference. Simple. Also learn about the clitoris. Just learn something, anything like it. Just buy a book like you'll be fine. Just, you know, yes. be be a nice human being. I think the incels, they you know, they see what they you know, whatever Chad or whatever that character is They're like, oh, Chad gets all the girls. He also doesn't know where the clitoris of You know where the clitoris is. It doesn't matter if he's blonde with like loads of like muscle. He's also he's also not. We don't want any of you. Like, we want you to know where the clitoris is. That's it, <laughs> Chad. Yeah. Chad is telling you lies. He goes out by himself, buys himself dinner, and then he tells you he's dating girls. He's not. And when he's dating them, it's a disappointment. And the girl probably told him she came, but she didn't. Okay. He's not doing better. You're all doing very badly.
0: (laughs) Do you think Google's (laughs) Lambda knows where the clitoris is? Do you think? Yes. That's that AI knows.
1: Yes. Yes. It knows.
0: Wow. Fascinating. (laughs) Um. Okay. So. 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 Oh gosh. So many. So many different topics here. I mean, this is such a a whirlwind of of advice and 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 the end of men. Um. <laughs> do
1: the apocalypse of men
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they're doomed uh what about genuinely nice guys though what do you think about that what do you think about because I've heard this before too oh yeah <laughs> this guy was just too nice and 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 not even I I do think there are nice guys that have an agenda which you can detect right a guy that's like yeah well, let me get this for you and I just want to have sex with you like I think that's one thing but I think there's some guys out there that just like are nice guys that just end up in the, and they don't ever, I mean, they, maybe it's just that they don't ever even make a move at all because they're afraid to, I mean, are those guys on the right path even, or do you think they're just as much trash?
1: (laughs) Well, then start making the moves. Why are you letting all the predators make the moves like then? Like, you know, get out of your comfort zone. I think that's trash, too. I'm going to I'm going to call all of you out like yeah, you're a nice okay. guy. You're not making moves. Well, you're not like you're You're not. Then I have to then, you know, I as a woman, I have to be the brave one. W- what you want me to do all the work and find my own clitoris <laughs> and then tell you like, like, no, like it. Look, if it was important enough for the nice guys to get a nice girl. They would be making the moves, like you're going out there making money, so you you want to survive, so you're not ready to, you know, fight for love, fight for love, boo like just fight for it if it, it's if it's important to you, fight for it, and if she says no, it's just like one person saying no, like that's part of life.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very nice. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is fascinating. So so in this platform of yours. Um, should women? What's going to happen? Are women? Do women just need to like put out feelers to the universe? Do you think the these other men, like Emmanuel, is going to talk to the other guys? They're going to start coming down more. How does the transition to women getting involved with non Earth men happen in your view?
1: Well, first of all, you need to be peace loving. So that's why if you're a woman and you're not peace loving and you're hurting animals and hurting people, you don't have a pure heart, they, they're not going to be interested. So there's that. So yeah. you have to be, you know, you need to work on yourself spiritually. And uh, yeah, and then I, I do see a future of, you know, us communicating more and it being more normalized. I would like I will one day have an alien baby.
0: Right we're, we're going to be
1: working on that so <laughs> i i know I'm, someone's got to
0: finance this porn career first cuz that's going to take <laughs> you out of it for It'll take you out of here for a couple months,
1: at least. Not necessarily. I mean, I'm sure it's a subcategory alien pregnancy point. Well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, yes. Joe Rogan, call me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think one day I'm going to have the first uh, in- interspecies uh, baby. And, you know, that will be the first life form that can unite all of us.
0: That's fascinating. First interspecies baby. Does that mean that you believe everybody that claims that they're a hybrid is full of it? Or is Uh, this?
1: No. Well, maybe like the first interspecies baby with Andromeda because I'm not aware of anyone having uh, being a uh, an Andromedan hybrid currently. Oh, around.
0: that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: I think they're from like either other Dementrians or other types of like planets but like on his planet. I, there's been no like half human baby where if it maybe there's been one, but it's, it was hidden because it was too, you know, shameful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? Is this guy, you know, when he's <laughs> telepathically engaged with you. Is there is there a form of protection is I mean, what is the alien condom?
1: Oh, that kind of protection. No, there's no condom. We don't need it because there's no like, I mean, he can't really do anything bad to me. And it's all telepathic. So he's not going to give me a baby accidentally because it's all like, you know, because it's pure love and light. If you want a baby, we'll just like think of the baby and it will appear.
0: (laughs) So are you waiting for what has to happen first? He has to propose to you.
1: Well, and- I mean I mean it's me mainly because it's not even so much the proposal. I do want the diamond though, just putting it out there for him because he's listening, just putting it out there really. <laughs>
0: uh, um,
1: yeah. I yeah, we need the diamond. And we also need like for me to have time because I'm so busy these days. Um, I just don't have time for a baby. Um, but when I'm less busy, I'm gonna have a baby because I'm child free <laughs> by choice. I don't want to have a human baby. Um, <laughs> but I'll have a telepathic baby with my boyfriend.
0: What is that? What is keeping you so busy? I mean, look—you have all these Instagram <laughs> channels. You, 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 have the, you have Instagram, you what have YouTube. You, <laughs> you, you, yeah. you, uh I mean, you, you're on a podcast. I mean, is it mostly is is it being a public face on social media? Is that what occupies most of your time? Or are you out there? Uh, do you work at a charity we don't know of? <laughs> do you? Uh, like what, no. what, what? 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 Yeah. What is a Manuela Roses life beyond the, the
1: internet? Yeah, I'm the charity. Uh, no, I'm just like you know, yeah. busy. I'm just busy living my life. Uh, it, it, you know, my tarot channel is keeping me really busy these days. That's kind of what I do. It's um. Do
0: people sign up for readings with you?
1: Uh, yeah yeah I have uh, I actually have a reading in about 10 minutes oh way. okay
0: okay <laughs> so we gotta get her out of here soon um no totally fine but I, I was wondering you know do people have one-on-one sessions with you at all or are you yeah. looking to do that or yeah
1: I mean I, I invite people to have like whether it's alien or human tarot um you know if you suspect your boyfriend might be trash come to me with Bill
0: uh, tell me this Does your co host Demi right? Yeah. His name yeah, is Demi. Demi. Does he guts. is he 100% supportive of this alien relationship? Like, if I were to have him on,
1: like,
0: <laughs> oh, this is you know, this is legit. This is Manuela. I she's never been this in love.
1: Well, he says he has, but uh, I mean, Demi is a bit of a star seed himself, so I think you know, I think he relates. I think wow. he's also dated his fair share of Aquarians, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, think, I think he relates to the whole thing.
0: Um, final words. Amber Heard, why Amber should Heard. she have won?
1: I mean, just like the legality of it. See, this is like, it, it, look, this was uh, Nathaniel Hoff warned. This was the Scarlet Letter. Like, read the Scarlet Letter, boo-boo's Read it again because you didn't read it enough at school. Like, this is it's backlash for me to legally speaking, this guy had no case. I don't care whether you like him, whether you think she was truthful or not. It's not even about that. It's just about that. He legally had no case. There was no reason um, in a on a in a fair trial situation uh, to assume without reasonable doubt that she had said things in malice about him and she never mentioned his name either remember this is not a trial about whether you believe if he hurt her or if you like her personality or that she was looking at the jury too much this is a trial about whether she in bad faith in a malicious way lied about him being an abuser in the media she spoke about her own experience of being a woman in that article the washington post she detailed what it was like being a woman. And she talked about all kinds of men who abused her in all kinds of ways. If you actually read the op-ed, she talks about men throughout her lifetime, Mm. and how she was also experienced domestic abuse, but also all kinds of different abuse. She never mentioned his name. She was recounting the experience that pretty much every woman can relate to. And now any disgusting smelly little ex-boyfriend can come out of the woodwork for any one of us women who we all have these experiences uh and say oh but you can't talk about being sexually abused because it could have been about me right, pay me a million dollars give me 10 million right SDFU. it's th- this is really really like Chilling, very chilling. It's interesting that you feel so
0: strongly about it. I mean, I would, uh, you know, I, I would wonder if somebody that is publicly talking about being in a relationship with an extraterrestrial <laughs> might, might just be like, I'm going to take the opposite viewpoint. But you seem to really side with Amber here. Like,
1: uh, yeah, you of course. Believe- yeah. Yeah. And I've been in her situation. Women get vilified all the time. Uh, the, the backlash against her was just I mean, I think. Unfortunately, from a Freudian perspective, this is also my 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 background is kind of psychoanalysis as well.
0: I, you know, um, I thought you might be. And we're going to have to do another episode where we <laughs> delve into that because I sure. love psychoanalysis. <laughs> so keep going.
1: For sure. But yeah, I think like, you know, innately, not innately, but through, you know, the language of the patriarchy. Uh, we're all kind of like it's ingrained in us to hate women. I think hate, hate for women is real. The feminine body, the mother, you know, the, uh, there's this one a female psychoanalyst who calls it the ready-made mother monster in our mm. consciousness because that's how we're, uh, those are the representations of femininity and the mother in our society. Uh, and I think it's, it, I think the Amber Heard case shows how quickly society goes back to hatred of women for no reason at all. This man, Johnny Depp, was disrespectful. He made jokes about her weight in the trial in front of the judge and the jury forgave him. They forgave him that he's a drug addict. They forgave him that he wrote and bled all over the walls um, that he admitted to hitting her, headbutting her. He made a joke about that on the stand. And they still sided with this man who admitted to abusing her. They still sided with him, even though she never mentioned him by name. It's mortifying to me.
0: Wow. Well, thank you for that hot take. You know, we don't have too much time to get into it too deeply. Um, before we wrap up, tell me this: What do you think is the biggest misunderstanding that people have about your relationship with this alien right now? That you want to correct for the record?
1: Um. No, nothing. I, I think th- they're always wondering like how big he is down there, but it's like it's not about that. It's all about the touch, baby, and the <gasps> <People>. passion. <laughs>
0: People are asking about, oh, my God, that, that, that's such a human Earth thing. Like, what, what are the genitals like? Does he have a big I – mean, yeah, come on. Um, okay, what what is – I mean, what is the secret? What, what can Earth men learn from Emmanuel to make their loving better tonight?
1: Just, you know, be a man about it. And if the girl, you know, just – Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to be mean, but like she probably didn't come and she's not going to admit it because it's also so ingrained in women to lie about it. She probably didn't come get a book about it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> it's the clitoris <laughs> it's if the men clitoris. could just find the clitoris <laughs> they'd be <laughs> a one thousandth of a step closer. Wow. Yeah. This is fascinating. And Rose. I'm so I I, I can <laughs> see I think you're blowing up. I, I really are. And I'm so grateful that you came on this show. You're, you're, you're exactly the right fit. So I am. I am honored you came on uh everybody follow her instagram we'll, we'll link to that the youtube the tarot podcast uh your tarot <laughs> channel um is there any anywhere else any other uh, exciting things you're gonna be on are you gonna be on any other shows soon or
1: uh no that's it for now just joe rogan
0: <laughs> joe rogan we'll catch you on joe rogan uh Emanuela <laughs> hey thank you so much you're awesome pleasure to meet you glad to be another uh, aquarius in your life um <laughs> I Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been great.
1: Thank you. It was amazing. I had a wonderful time. And the aliens say hi, everyone. And bye.
0: Hi. <laughs> we'll talk soon. <laughs> Thanks, Emanuela. Emanuela Rose. Thank you so, so much for bearing your soul with us. No, the OnlyFans is not available yet. Sorry, dear listeners, but uh, we're going to put up the video on the YouTube channel, and uh, that's the closest you're going to get to it. So make sure to follow Open Loops Podcast to check that out. And listen, a lot of Earth Wing women, I know, they say, Oh, I'm such a good wing woman. Yeah, but... You've never abducted me onto your spaceship just to see if I'd get along with your friend. Maybe Emanuela has a point about this planet. I love ya. Take care.